This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got some baseball tomorrow. For us, unfortunately, we only have two games that will be on while we're on the airwaves. Of course, the Dodgers just find a way to sneak into the slate of games because Cam is manipulating the schedule, so he always has Dodgers games to watch while we do the show. Makes sense. They play at 10 o'clock tomorrow against the Giants. Trista said this in the break. It's going to be a huge, huge series between these two teams. Uh, you got the A's taking on the Detroit Tigers tomorrow as well. Ugh. Not so much. Uh, 7.05 p.m. is first pitch between those two teams. That's actually the seven, second game of a doubleheader. So two of the games, two of the six games tomorrow are Occupied by the Tigers and the A's. Wonderful. What a letdown. Wonderful. But you got to bet it. So let's start at the top. Tomorrow, 1.10 p.m. Eastern, we got the Yankees taking on the Astros. Astros minus 125 favorites. The total is eight in the game. Minus 115 to the under. Plus 105 to back the Yankees on the road. The run line in favor of the Astros, one and a half. You get plus 155 odds on that. On the opposite side, for the Yankees to keep it within one and a half on the road after All-Star break, minus 190 juice. You have to pay some juice for that. Trista, what's the pitching matchup for tomorrow, and what are you doing in the game? So no projected pitcher for the Yankees, uh, so that's a little suspect. But Christian Javier is going to be pitching for the Astros. Uh, when he played the Yankees or uh, started against the Yankees the last time on June 25th, he pitched seven innings, uh, zero hits, zero runs, one walk, 13 strikeouts. Mm. Let me just say that again. Yeah, say it slower, zero- too. That's nice. Christian Javier, and this was in the Bronx, seven innings pitched, zero hits, Mm. obviously zero runs, one walk, 13 strikeouts. That was an unreal performance. I am going to go back to the Christian Javier well. They are at home in Houston. I'm just going to go ahead and just take them on the money line, minus 125. I don't want to deal with the run line in either direction. So I would take that. I would also take the under on this game. Pretty simply why I think he's going to deal again. We can look at his his stats from the last few games. Uh, he he gave up. He had, he had a couple of bad games against the Angels and the Royals, right? Three earned runs against the Angels. And he struggled against the Royals. And they, they snapped their five earned run, yep, Five earned runs against uh, the Royals. So other than that, one earned run against the Angels, zero against the Yankees, one against the White Sox, two against the Rangers. It just feels like there's something between these two. And even when he's not dealing in terms of he's getting got, right, he's still striking fools out. So 10 strikeouts, 7 strikeouts, 14, 13, 5, and 7. So if you can get anything below a 6, even a six and a half, I would be fine with. I would be comfortable taking the over on his strikeout prop at that number. I don't have it right now. It's not out. But again, in one, two, three, four, five, six games, he's hit that number six times. Mm. That's deep. That's deep. So that's what I would do. I'm surprised with that game starting at one tomorrow that we don't have any details on who the Yankees are going to roll out. I'm annoyed by that as well. I've been looking at Yankees.com. I'm looking at the Yankees Twitter. I'm looking at Fantasy Pros. I'm looking at Roto Ballers. 
all these sites that I use to try to figure it out. No luck. TBD, TBD, TBD. Yeah, that's sick. If that's I sick. had to guess, hmm. if I had to guess, I'd say Jamison Tyone. That's who I would guess. I think the Yankees are going to allow this one to just have them. Because it's not going to be Garrett Cole against Christian Javier. I just don't think that they would do that. Yeah, I would go Tyon too. And if it's him, this will mark his 19th start of the season. 10 and 2, 386 ERA, 1-1-2-6 whip, 12 walks, and 82 strikeouts this season. Uh, earned the win his last start, uh, which came against the Red Sox at home on Saturday through six innings. Allowed one run on just two hits with no walks and five strikeouts. They won that game 14-1. to I don't know if anybody remembers that. Yeah, it was a beatdown. In his last three starts, Tyon, though, 1-1 one one record, a 6-6-1 ERA, and a 0-9-8 whip with one walk and 13 Ks. He's also allowed six homers over 16 in the third uh, inning of work. Innings of work. Uh, be his fourth career start against the Astros in this contest. He's never been the Astros. He also pitches 4-5-8 across his career against the Astros with three walks and 15 strikeouts. So if, his tie, if it is Tyon, uh, he hasn't factored much into uh, this series, or rather, when he goes up against the Astros. Um, we'll see. Lone career start at Minute Maid Park came in July 11, 2021. He threw six innings, allowed two runs and three hits with two walks and four strikeouts in a game in which the Yankees eventually lost uh, eight to seven. So, do I trust him to have a, I guess, a bounce back game? Like, two pitchers kind of need a good start tomorrow, right out of All Star break. My thing is, are they going to get it? Good pitching always beats good hitting. I might go to yes to a run in the first inning tomorrow, depending upon what that number looks like. I could see Altuve getting that. Yeah. I think I'll take a yes to a run in the first inning tomorrow, and then after that, I'll look to take the under live in the first five. Yeah, I like so that as well. So if they can well. go up, let's say two runs or a run score in the first inning, we get that first five total up to like five, five and a half, then I'll take the under live. That's going to be my plan of attack mm. in that one. He's so dangerous too, Altuve. Swings at everything on that first pitch. I think he went yaya against Tyone the last time they played. First first pitch of first Altuve? inning. Yeah, first yeah. pitch, first inning, gone. Yeah, yeah. And I it was like, like oh. Kind of lean the Astros tomorrow, minus 125, uh, but I, I do want to take yes to a run in the first inning, then a live under in the first five uh, total as well. Also some breaking news, Kyle Rudolph is going to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That just came out. So Tom Brady has a new tight end, not named Rob Gronkowski. Hmm. Uh, let's keep it moving. Rangers tomorrow taking on the Marlins. The Marlins minus 115. The Rangers minus 105. Total in the game is 7, minus 110 both ways. On the run line, 1.5 in favor of Texas, plus 165 value. Minus 200 juice is what it's going to cost you to back the Marlins as 1.5 run dogs. All right. John Gray on the bump. Uh, been a little bit shaky lately. Uh, 506 ERA the last time out, 477 ERA the game before that against the Mets, uh, going up against Pablo Lopez. Uh, Pablo Lopez 6 and 4, John Gray Bull 6 and 4. Pretty similar pitching matchup, I would say. Uh, Miami at home, plus one and a half is minus 200. Don't love that value. <sighs> I think that's a stay away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that. I'm, I'm actually going to indulge in this one. I'll take the Rangers tomorrow. The Rangers have. A 52-37 and 37 run line record, which is tied for the second best in baseball. And they're also 27-16 and 16 on the run line in road games. Their, their bats also have been pretty solid on the road. Recently, they averaged 4.9 runs. They've averaged 4.9 runs in their last 10 away games. So I think Miami, of course, will win the game. But I think the Rangers can keep it close. Rangers are favored. Minus one and a half. 
The Rangers are favored minus one and a half? Yeah. Rangers are oh, favored that, on the run line. Yeah. Minus one and a half plus 165. I'll take the Rangers on the money line then. Minus 105 then. Uh, still, I like the Rangers. Uh, look at the Marlins though. Against We're breaking down the run line at home. Their offense ranks dead last over the 10 home games. Uh, over their last 10 home games. Just 1.9 runs per game. Uh, the Marlins also have slight pitching advantage. But the Rangers have the advantage in the pin. So I like the Rangers. I love them as dogs. Small price on the money line, minus 105. I'll take them. Would like them to be dogs again. They were dogs. Kind of sick. Um, and also probably give me, give me the under in the game. Seven runs. Give me the under seven runs in Miami. Miami between uh, these two teams. Oh, Benito, Ami, Ami. Yeah. Uh, let's take uh, game one of the doubleheader tomorrow. Tigers taking on the Athletics at 3.37 p.m. Eastern. The Tigers minus 140 favorites. Plus 115 to back the A's. The total seven and a half there. Tigers on the run line, one and a half run favorites, plus 125. The Athletics minus 150 juice is what it's going to cost you to back them to keep it within one and a half runs as dog. She got T Green. Yeah, first and foremost, just want to say uh, the A's are terrible. Uh, Scooble is going up against uh, my man Zach Logue. Let's just give you a couple of trends that are meaningful. Uh, the Oakland A's, we talked about this today on the Beat the Books, have been really, really bad. Like to the point where we're talking about uh, my man Joe Lacob trying to step in and buy them to prevent them from moving to Vegas. They are terrible, specifically at home at Oakland Coliseum, where they're fielding around 7,000 fans. They are 11 and 31 on the money line. They are 13 and 29 on the run line at home. What does that mean to me? What does that mean to you? Especially when we've got Scooble on the mound, who's been pretty damn good for the Tigers. I would fade, fade, fade the A's. I'm going to go ahead and take the Tigers on the run line, plus 125, and I'm not going to ask no questions. Yeah, the Athletics are the worst team I've ever seen in my life, and I've watched a lot of Nationals baseball recently. So it would have to be the Tigers or nothing for me. The only problem is it's a doubleheader. Yep. And at some point in time... And it's Frankie Montes on the bump. That's yeah. I think that's where you get it. Even though Frankie Montes is 3-9, and nine, he's trying to get the hell out of Oakland. Trying to go probably to New York if he's smart. I would t- I would still take uh, the A's in the first game. I mean, take the Tigers, excuse me, on the run line in the first game against the A's. Mm. Bad stuff. Do we have an official that's it's going to be Scooble? Yes, mm-hmm. Scooble official. Six and eight versus that's on Zach their, Logue. That's on their webs. They they that's put that on, out. It's on the Fantasy Pros, and then it's going to be. Yeah, I saw Fantasy Pros, but Hill, the MLB page still has like Garrett all the projected Hill. starters locked up. Oh, this really? is kind of this is kind of rough because that I don't want to necessarily give out scuba. Like I don't even see the athletics tweeting. Like no, I don't see it anywhere. I see Fantasy Pros has it, but other places I don't see like these starting pitcher uh, matchups. So I don't know if it if those are the case. I know one thing: I'm fading the the A's at all times. Uh, but these are two stayaways for me. Both of the games, I don't trust either one of these teams. Even though the Tigers suck a little less, I'm staying away from both of those. Um, we do get one more game that actually means something. Giants take on the Dodgers tomorrow. The Dodgers at 10.09 p.m. Eastern. Our favorites, minus 155. They have to travel uh, after All-Star break back to Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers, oh, wait, they're home. And they get the first home series right after All-Star break. That's just unfair. The second half uh, schedule also not hard at all. Must be nice to be a Dodger. The total is 8 minus 115 to the over. Trista, what are you doing in this game? I don't have a Dodgers uh, projected starter. So I'm a little bit concerned. It is Rodon on the mound. Who's been, you know, pretty damn good at eight and five ERA, sitting right at two six six. 
I need to see who's going to be starting for the Dodgers. Uh, if it's a bullpen day, maybe I want to go ahead and jump on the Giants uh, on the run line, even though it's minus 155. You can get them on the money line at plus 125, too. So a dollar to return a dollar 25 back for people who are in my mentions asking me what these what these numbers mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to see more. I need to get a projected uh, starter for the Dodgers because, as we know, there's quite a bit of disparity between starter ace and not so much. So got to see that. Yeah. Um, I probably would go ahead and pay the juice for the Dodgers minus 155. Not only do they get to stay home, their acclimation process is just not as long as some other teams like San Francisco players perhaps now that turn it on after an all-star break to take on the Dodgers fresh after. So I like the small prices minus 155. I mean, one of those guys that they throw out there is going to be halfway decent. And also, they're one of the hottest teams right now. They've won, like, what, 30 of their last 30 games, give or take. 